people, the, the episode starts right now. People are going to not understand what we talked about for the last 10 minutes. But the podcast <laughs> is back. We've been gone for about four weeks. Uh, it's irregular. We're talking about what we've been checking up on. I'm Jason. That's Zach. I'm sick. Hi, it's I, me. I have a cold. Zach saw it at Astra. He said Interstellar is better. Zach yes. watched RoboCop 1. I asked him if he watched 2 and 3. He said no. He should have watched at least 2 because 2, I think, is also really fun. One's still better, okay. but 2 is really fun. 3 is garbage, but that's fine. HBO has all three of them. Now we're talking about some anime with a guy with a gun for a head. Why is his head a gun? So, the head is a gun because... Oh, god damn, you cut up all that shit. So I, did, I downloaded... I posted the link to the... Uh, to the list to the site. But basically... His head is a gun because he's an ex-soldier, and in this war they did, like, um, experiments on their soldiers and stuff like that. And this uh, world is with a bunch of augments and stuff like that, and he's like an o- he's like an uber augment or whatever. And so that's why his head's a gun because most other people have, like, you know, like smaller augments, stuff like uh, one of the main bad chicks in the show. She's got, like, eye shit, and so she's a really good, like, sniper and shooter and that kind of shit. Um, so... He doesn't know why his head's a gun. He lost his memories. And so part of the show is him being a detective and also him trying to figure out who he was in this past life and, like, why he has a gun for a head and all this other shit. It's got good animation, though. The animation on it, especially in, like, his reaction faces, reminds me a lot of, like, the reaction faces for, like, Alphonse and uh, Brotherhood. Like, it's that kind of, like, you wouldn't think you'd have that much characterization with a gun for a head, but they, they find a ways to make it work, so. Does, he, does the gun shoot? It does, but he has to have somebody else pull the trigger. How does he load bullets? I don't know. Huh, okay. But he also has a gun, like, wrist thing that he, like... It doesn't really show him loading bullets. He just, like, spins it around and, like, cocks it. I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, anime. It looks badass as fuck, but... Right. Oh, okay. I might look at it. Check it out. Uh, yeah, what, so... what else have you been looking at? Checking out. So playing? those are the big things. Uh, My Hero Academia <laughs> is coming out this uh, tomorrow, I think, today or tomorrow, something like that. And then, um, what was it? I'm trying to think of. There was. I feel like there was one other big show that I was like watching that I like wanted to tell you about, but now I can't remember. Um, no, I'm still plugging through Vinland Saga. That's dope. Oh, I wanted to try out. Oh. This is the thing that I wanted to tell you about. So there's another show that I think you would actually want to watch because it's an isekai show, but it's about a pro wrestler who okay. gets transported into another world. He's like a king character. He's like all about the animals and stuff like that. So he gets transported in the other world. And his whole goal is that because he loves animals, he wants to open a pet shop with all the different like demon beasts and shit like that. And so it's all about him like befriending these beasts and like opening a pet shop and shit like that. It's really funny. Okay, what's it called? It's called... The Japanese name is... Uh, Hatage Kemono Michi. Uh, okay, I think I see it. Autofilled. Yeah. Okay. But it looks... It's really funny. I'm enjoying it so far. It's only like two episodes in. But it's about pro wrestler. So I was like, that's all I need. Some of these... The the animal the beasts are girls. Yeah, there's beast girls in it. Yeah. All right, Zach. Well, he's an animal lover. Right, he man. has to, he surrounds himself with beast girls. All right, man. This is this is like that fucking monster girl show <laughs> that everyone seemed to love like not, years ago. Not not quite that bad. All right. I mean, I, I'll maybe I'll look at a PV for it or something. I'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll see how I feel about it. Yeah. 
You've been watching anything else? Any other anime? Uh, not much else I've been watching. I've been playing a few things. Uh, I played more Judgment. That's fun. Right. Uh, I started, um, so I went on the plane to Orlando to get the Orlando job. And with it, I brought my Vita. And so I started playing. Uh, I forget Gang- you, you, you have a Vita. Why do you have a Vita? Yeah. Yeah, I bought one from like a Facebook marketplace for like 150 bucks no or something. No Switch. No Switch. That's well, I bought this like. Stupid. I, I bought it like two or three years before the Switch. I've had it for a while. You should buy a Switch Lite. I, I was thinking about it. Well, now if I get this new job, I'll probably buy a Switch. So. Yeah. But, um, so I've got that. And so I started playing Danganronpa. Um,. The Trigger Happy Panic or whatever. Uh, it's like the light light novel-ish, the detective game. I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I like all the different characters. I like the detective aspect to it. I like the whodunit crimes and all that stuff. So I'm excited to play more of that game. It's a lot of fun so far. I'm only like an hour or two hours into it, so not too far yet, but... I, I've never seen gameplay of that game. I've never... I, I've heard the name a thousand times. I've never yeah. seen gameplay of the game. It's a pretty point-and-click adventure for the most part. Okay, okay. Well, you yeah. know, I know it's really popular. I just never had any desire to, to check it out. I thought it was yeah. Assassination Classroom. But I've never seen that either, so I have no idea. It's... I think the art style is similar, but I don't... I, I don't think the... The story the uh the stories yeah the stories are very different now also again i have never seen either one so i just thought they were the same fucking thing yeah i know one of them has a guy with a yellow head that's assassination classroom okay okay the the, the danganronpa is is the the bear with the black and white bear yeah you could yeah both have stupid ass mascots gotcha okay yeah okay yeah well, if you have, if you're, if you're done, with what yeah, that's basically it for my rundown of stuff. And my list is pretty short as hell too, because I haven't really been watching much this past week. But the past weeks that we've been gone, I've been checking stuff out, but not enough for yeah. me to like talk about in super depth. Um, right. First thing, I'm only gonna mention a couple things. Cause one of them is kind of gonna probably be a, a few minutes of a rant, and um, that's kind of what I'm known for. Okay. But since I'm also sick, it, it doubles up. Um. I saw Godzilla. I told you that. I texted you after I watched it. Um, dude, if I lost you again, Zach, I'm going to be so pissed. Okay, we're back. The King of the Monsters? Yeah, for a second, okay, I, lo- yeah. I lost you for a second on a connection. I was about to be so pissed. Ouch. Uh, yeah. So you watched King of the Monsters? I watched King of the Monsters. Great movie. That movie's fun as hell. Okay. That movie is- yeah, it's a fun movie. It's a great movie. The movie is really fun. Uh, all of the human story, don't care don't need it no but that monster action is dope as shit yeah i really enjoyed it i didn't need now i'll tell you what man spoiler alert for godzilla i i, I kind of got bummed out when what's his name died man which uh Ghidorah? No, no no when the guy the human the asian guy died oh yeah watsonabe dude yeah that was pretty fucking sad he's he like he like it's the only like he like rubbed recurring God... character that yeah they he, had. he like rubbed godzilla godzilla's leg or some shit yeah, I was like, man, I hope Godzilla know what he did for him, man. Yeah, but other, yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty big bummer, dude. Uh, other than that, it was a fun movie. Um, I think that Billy Billy Bobby Brown's character was irrelevant. I think that her his, her mom's character was All the, irrelevant. Yeah, the mom, uh, the fucking dude from Friday Night Lights was irrelevant. No, so I, don't I, I, I I liked that bit. I didn't yeah. mind the storyline of like the son is dead, so the family breaks apart. 
But the whole idea of, like, the mom not realizing the terrorists want to destroy the... That's stupid. They're monsters. Now, also, I didn't know... Yeah. I'm not a Godzilla fan, so I don't know a lot about Godzilla. I didn't know that Ghidorah was an alien. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's weirdish. There's a lot of alien monsters in Godzilla. And I feel like that... And also, real quick, I'm very excited for the next movie. But... Yeah. How, how is King Kong going to beat Godzilla? I have no idea. I have no idea, dude. Literally? I honestly don't want him to, because I love Godzilla way more than King Kong, so I hope he just, like, fucking trounces on King Kong, but I have I, no I idea. I feel like they're two, they're two separate... Like, I don't... Here's here's my thing, man. I feel like they're two separate Well, they had things. to beef up King Kong for the movie, because... And the original King Kong is, like, way fucking smaller than fucking Godzilla. Godzilla's so much yeah. fucking bigger in this universe. But I feel like, also, like, Godzilla is radiation also... He is like lightning beam based. Yeah. He's also uh, uh, King Kong is like. Here's what I'm saying. Okay, Godzilla exists in the planet. All these other ass monsters live there. Right. King Kong only lives in one part of the world with other monsters. They're, they're two different yeah. ecosystems. I don't know how. Why would they ever interact with each other? And like. King Kong has no weaponry, no other ability except for fists. Yeah. So that's all he's got. How's he going to win? He knows how to use a stick, I think, because he, like, picks up, like, logs and stuff like that. And is like, so he's got that. But, I mean, that's not going to work against Godzilla. No, look, I get it. He killed a T-Rex. Yeah. I guess Godzilla's kind of a, a T-Rex. Ki- kind of. But, like, he, he can't, like... Now, if we see, like, fucking, like, if King Kong, like... Has like fire hands, <laughs> like like a fucking Ooh, po- like dope. a Pokemon. Like he like <laughs> charges up his fists and they become like fire hands. Then like I mean, okay, give him powers, I guess. Yeah, but I, he's got to have something, dude. Well, I guess maybe since from two thousand, maybe from nineteen seventy Vietnam or whatever to like, whenever this movie takes place, he gets like the ability to like you know, I don't know, do, do something, do a Digimon of Digivolution or something. <laughs> But I watched that. That was really fun. Um, yeah. And then I, I proceeded to watch every uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movie Okay. in a row. Like, back to back. <laughs> I still haven't seen Spectre yet. I need to. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, sorry, I'm sick, so my mouth is, like, super dry. Yeah, no, you're good. Quantum of Solace is still the worst one. Yeah. But after rewatching it, I don't hate it. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I remember rewatching it a couple of years ago, and it was like it wasn't like it's not like the worst movie I've ever seen. I think it's just after the after the high of Casino Royale and like how great of a movie that was to go to like a mediocre Quantum of Solace was like kind of a letdown. At hundred percent, and then going right from that into Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall's a lot of fun, and Spectre is less less of what less fun than Skyfall. So, to me, it's like every other movie. Like, it's like all yeah. the odd ones are good. All the even ones, I'm like... Which is great for Kiryu Fukunaga, because he's got the next one. Well, you have to say his name right. It's Kerry Joji oh, Fukunaga. He's leaning in hard to the Japanese. The whitest Asian guy. I've said it a thousand times <laughs> on this podcast. I'll keep saying it. The whitest Asian guy is yep. leaning so hard into the Asian name. Yeah, he is. Yo, I get it, man. I get it. Get the money. Yeah. 
Um, so I watched those. Those were fun. The last thing I want to talk about, something that I, I, I didn't eat. I'm not going to say I watched it. Okay. So I started watching it. I was so, so annoyed that okay. I had to skim through the rest of the movie. Okay. Lion King. Which one? The new one? The new one. Oh, yeah. No, that's annoying. This movie. Movie's not that fucking good. Fucking sucks. Yeah. There, first off, well, it's there, like, there's no... It's the... Yeah, no, go ahead. There is no life to this movie. The animation, there is no life to the characters. There's no life in the eyes. There is no good acting in the movie. The songs all sound bad. None of the characters sound good. And what makes the movie, the cartoon, so good that it was supposed to be... There's, like, life in the animations. Because it's a cartoon. There is none of that because you have to be anatomically correct in the movie because it's supposed to be live action. So none of it makes sense. When Scar is talking to Mufasa and he's mad, there's no emotion in the face because it's a fucking real life cat. But in the cartoon, you can have it be all contorted and squeeze and squish and all this stuff because it's an animated movie. Yeah. So there's life to it. The live action movie, I'm skimming through it because I, I watched the first three minutes. I was so fucking bored. Yeah. Whether it's shot for shot, scene for scene, whatever the fuck it is, it's fucking boring. Yeah. It's dry. Fucking, what's his name? HBO guy. Can't act. HBO guy. Zazu. Uh, John Oliver. Oh, John Oliver. Yeah, Can't act. The it only the redeeming part of this movie, and it's not even redeeming, was Timon and Pumbaa, and that, they weren't even good. Yeah. They were just, I mean, they were okay. definitely the best parts of the movie, but, like, the movie, it's... It doesn't help that movie at all. Lion King for me, it has. I think we might have talked about this a little bit when I saw the Lion King, but it has. It encapsulates for me the problem with these Disney remakes, which is that they're always inferior to what they're being, what they're remaking. Because every time I come out of one of these movies, I always think, why would I not just go watch the original? Because the original exactly. is so much better. It's the same thing I had with Aladdin of like, why would I not just go watch like the cartoon Aladdin? Because that's just a superior – it's a superior movie plus Robin Williams is a better genie than Will Smith. Will Smith did the best that he could, but he's not as good as Robin Williams. And the fact that like – I'm sorry, but like that comparison is there and you're he's just – he doesn't match up to for me at least. And so why would I not just watch – the animated ver- version because I like that one better. One hundred percent. And now, now the thing about Aladdin, which I think we talked about Aladdin, I, mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Yeah. But since the since the, the the character of genie can be outlandish because it's a yeah. genie, so you can add in some of the flair there, which they definitely tried to. But yeah. you can't do that to lions because it's a fucking right. animal. So you see, like, Simba, like, as a cub, like, walking up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? The scene seems yeah. slow. When Mufasa gets killed, there is, like, no drama to it because it's, like, no. a slow cat fall off a cliff. The attack of, like, uh, Scar's smack. I'm like, this is, this. there's no impact. Yeah. There's no impact. There's no life to this animation. It's not saying that the CG models look bad because they look great. Yeah. But that's the problem. They look great because they look like they're real cats. Yeah. You know, I saw a lion this past weekend when I was in Greenville for the wedding. It looked like that. 
But yeah. I don't imagine that line getting up and talking about the fucking sky ghosts. Yeah. Or whatever. So I... I, I know Circle of the Life. Y- right. So I, I think the movie is... We've talked about this a thousand times on this podcast. I really don't think this was the movie that needed to be done. Yeah. You know, like... It, if this is what they're going to do with, like, Little Mermaid... Yeah. Problem. It has to be, like... If you're going to do Lion King, it had to have been, like, the way they animated the teacups and shit in, in yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Make it You've got to give it more emotion than that it, especially in a movie right. like lion king where it's all just animation exactly you know and like because at least with aladdin or beauty and beast you can like fall back on like just like the human characters and helping them like give context to whatever is going on but in lion king it's literally just animals that are cg animated and yeah if you've got if you if the main thing of if the main characters in your movie can't show any emotion, then, like, how am I supposed to connect with that as an audience member? It 100%. So I so I watched the first half hour, kind of got bored about it, so I was skimming through the rest to get to the end, even though I knew every beat of it, because I've seen the first yeah. movie a thousand times. So that's why I wanted to say, man, and this movie is really just not necessary. Yeah. You know? 100%. Uh, other than that, I, I, started, re- I started watching uh, Gundam Thunderbolt. Oh shit! I wanted to watch that. You liking it? Um, I watched. So I, I was I was confused because I started watching the as OVAs originally or ONAs or right. whatever. So then like I, that, I read yeah. a Reddit saying like, "Hey, you, they made these into movies, so watch the movies because you get more information." So I started watching the movies after I watched the first episode. It's animated beautifully. I love Gundam. Obviously, you know we know yeah. that you like Gundam. Um, mm-hmm. The characters are cool. But I got bored of it for a second, so I, I went back to re, to rereading the origin. So that's kind of that's mm. where I'm at right now. Um, okay. But it's not it's not bad though. I like it, but it's, it takes place concurrently with 0079, like the original series. Oh so wow! Okay. I, so I was like, I was like, yeah. I mean, I could watch Thunderbolt or just go back and re read origin and then go and then rewatch Thunderbolt. Right. So that's where I'm at. Um, I didn't I watched... know it took place at the same time as 0079. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I also rewatched the first episode of Unicorn to see if, love I, Unicorn. if I liked it. Because I, I told you before, I don't love Unicorn. Um, yeah. It's a little not... It's not I'm also like that mech. I like the Unicorn mech. I think it's badass. <laughs> see, I'm the opposite. The character, the character of the pilot, I don't know. I don't really... He was kind of ant. I do like uh, what's his face though, the Char lookalike. Yeah. They imply he's Char, but he's not Char. I don't know. He's too. He's, he's too young to I be like Char. Him. Yeah, he's too young. Yeah. Um, so that's all I've been doing. Let's go ahead and dive into the hot news of the week that we've kind of gathered yes. in the past couple weeks. Let's do it. I will do my best not to lose my voice. I'm having to like swallow every three seconds because my voice, my mouth is so dry from Mucinex. Yeah, I so, feel you, dude. Zach, what's the thing you want to hit? For? We have a lot of fucking Star Wars news. We got a lot of Star Wars news. So I think one of the biggest things is I want to hit <sighs> uh, this Freddie Prince Jr. rant because this shit pissed me off when I watched yes. it. Yes. Did you watch it? I, I did. I read the transcripts. Okay. Uh, what a fucking piece of shit. And I liked Predator Prince Jr. too, but after this, I'm like, you're such a fucking asshole, dude. The whole time, he's just like this entitled. He he is what he is basically complaining about in this rant, which is he's just an entitled fucking fan who thinks that he's right no matter what. All his shit, he's like, George told me this, and I was like, fuck you, dude. 
I know the fucking Star Wars lore. You don't even know what the fuck. Like half your shit doesn't even make fucking sense. Well, you know his in, from the transcripts that I read, where he's essentially saying like, Luke's a Disney princess, all this stuff like that. You're, and yeah, fans are just mad because Han gave the Millennium Falcon to a girl. Yeah. Look, if you think that people are mad because Han gave the Millennium Falcon to a girl, you don't know what you don't know what people are mad. Yeah. You have no idea why people are mad about these movies. People are yeah. mad because Last Jedi sucked. Yeah. People are mad Terrible because Force Awakens was just New Hope. People are yeah. mad because they expected quality and didn't get that. Yeah. That's why people are mad. Not because they got shit that was just pushed in the theaters because Disney knew they could make money off Star Wars. Right. People are mad because Finn's a better character than Rey, but Rey is the main character. People are mad. And because Finn also that. does nothing. Right, people are mad because Oscar Isaac's character, who's a fantastic actor, spent the last movie doing nothing. Yeah, looking like a bitch. That's what he ended up. People are mad because in the last movie, Rose said, "You know what? Let's just love." Yeah, that's it. Let's just love, and then people just die. Yeah, that's how we're gonna win this war. As things are exploding around her, she says that all we need to do is love. No, people are people are mad because. They waited thirty years for Luke Skywalker to come back, and he he instead he decides to kill his nephew, and then just yeah. quit being a Jedi. That's why yeah. people are mad because that makes yeah. no sense. Not because yeah. the Millennium Falcon went to a girl. People aren't mad about that. That's like when they when the people were saying that people are mad because Finn was a black stormtrooper. Who? No one gave a fuck that he's a black stormtrooper. Yeah, I think if anyone was confused, those people don't realize that that the people's people kept thinking that they're they're not clones anymore. Yeah, I think you those know. are people yeah who are confused with the original trilogy and the cloning and all that kind of shit. But I think there was that shit, and then he was talking about the shit where it was like uh, he was trying to explain like the overarching story and like the way that the force works and that kind of shit. And I was like, yeah, I get that, and we're but he was like trying to con- he was trying to mix the way that people felt about the way that people felt about the prequels to the way that people felt about the new movies. And he was like trying to equate those two things. And I was like, you're equating two different things. Like he was, he, he was trying to explain like the way that George Lucas set up the, the corruption of Anakin and stuff like that to like Ray and all that other type of shit. And I was like, that's not even the same thing because the prequels were actually done by George Lucas these last two movies have no input from George Lucas whatsoever. They're not even in – From for all I'm concerned, these aren't even in the same fucking universe. Well, I don't understand how, how, how Freddie Prince Jr. can be so uh, unsure about this because I, I, I like the guy. Yeah. Bob Iger wrote in his book that George yeah. Lucas felt betrayed that they didn't use his stories. Yeah. That's another piece of news from Bob Iger's biography yeah. that he wrote himself. Those, yeah. are, called, those are called autobiographies. Yeah, he says like George felt betrayed at their meetings to talk about the plot lines where he's like, "This is not my story." So yeah. why are we acting like? And people hate the prequels. Yeah, people constantly shit on the prequels. So why are we? How come I can't shit on the Last Jedi? Yeah, because I, I I'll be the first to admit that I don't necessarily think that the prequels are great movies because they're not. I enjoy them yeah. for what they are because they build. The prequels have a good distinct star wars like taste yeah I, I mean that like if you watch four five and six it feels 
run down. It feels oppressive. It feels like the Empire is in control. That's what mm. they, sh- they show you, these run-down places, these run-down planets. And then you go to the prequels, and they show you that there's, like, money and glory mm. and shine and faint. Like, it shows you that, that there's something, like, it was nice, and now we're run down. Yeah. So in, in the atmosphere, the environments, George Lucas, I think, crushed it. Yeah. You see, like, Coruscant, like, that looks fucking amazing. You see the giant temples, that looks freaking awesome. Yeah. It's the stories that don't necessarily, like, the actual plot line that doesn't really necessarily work. It, which we'll yeah. talk about later because we're obviously doing Star Wars today. Right. Um, no, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like these comments. I mean, again, everyone has their own opinion. Who fucking gives a shit? But yeah. I, can ha- I can have my opinion that Last Jedi is a piece of shit movie. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I wanted to hit on Onward real quick. Okay. Did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. So I was, we were, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she goes, I don't think it looks good. And my response, was, looked my response okay. was this, Zach. My response was this to her. <laughs> because this movie's not for you. This movie yeah, no, it's definitely is not. for fucking people like me who want to listen to Black Sabbath. This yeah. is a this is a urban fantasy with trolls yeah. and dragons and heavy metal. And if Pixar could have, they would have put Heaven and Hell or Dio in that movie instead of what they could have. Oh, uh, yeah. That's this is for this is for a Hesher. This is for Jack yeah. Black. Yeah, yeah this, I was that, about to say this is fucking Tenacious D, the animated movie. Exactly. So for people, for people, I think it's going to be Pixar's worst movie in terms of like money. Yeah. But I think it's going to be my favorite one. I'm definitely excited about it. I mean, I wasn't sure. To, I mean, I was definitely into it with that first like teaser trailer or whatever that they did a couple months ago. But like seeing the overall story and like the weekend at Bernie shit with like the the, the fact that their dad they only summon like half their dad and that kind of shit and like. No, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be an interesting movie. I'm an interesting ride for sure. I'm definitely there for it. Also, the, obviously the two the two main characters are uh, yeah. good, good actors, obviously. Yeah, I mean you got the two of the biggest names of Hollywood right now, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. So, <laughs> so the onward I think looks really fun. Um, yeah. Jungle Cruise. I watched this as well. How do you um, feel? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's cool because it's like original. It's an original concept. I mean, it's based off the Disney ride, but I mean, it's still like an original story. I haven't seen anything on like Jungle Cruise before, so that's interesting. I like Emily Blunt. I think she looks fine in it. The Rock is just. I'm gonna say he's not just The Rock. It's it feels like he's actually like playing kind of a character, which is. A different take, so I'm interested in that. But overall, I don't know. I mean, that I was into it until they showed that last like ten seconds of the movie where they like showed the villain and it was like some weird CGI mess, and I was like, mm. that gave me like pause. But everything else was fine. I mean, Emily Blunt and uh, The Rock seem like they have like decent chemistry, which is nice. So, I mean, I'm interested in it. I am 150 percent on board. This Jungle yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Now, here's why I say that. I love. I loved Tomorrowland. I loved Tomorrowland. I actually didn't watch that. I was so I like excited. That. If you remember, if you can pull up this podcast like from like five years ago or whatever. Yeah, I think I remember when we originally talked about it. I first came out. have been hyped for this. I was hyped for Tomorrowland every time we saw a picture for it. Mm-hmm. It came out. It was Brad Bird, the guy who did The Incredibles. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and Mission Impossible. Uh, I think he did. I think he did. Did he do? Rogue, did he do Ghost Protocol? I think he did Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Um, so when it came out, it massively underperformed. Yeah. People didn't like it. I watched it and I fucking loved it, man. It was such a fun '90s kid adventure movie that they don't make anymore. Yeah. It was literally a fun adventure movie. And I thought it was a really great movie, and people didn't perform well, so that was really one of the things that kind of put a, like a stake in the whole Disney live-action films, and it's been a long time since this is the first one they've done since then. Yeah. And it's, again, it's based on a ride. Based, It's not based on anything. And mm-hmm. I think it looks like a lot of fun, but people are going have to go into it knowing that it's going to be just a surface-level fun time movie. Yeah. It's not going to be, you know... Fucking the Irishman. It's gonna yeah. be like it's gonna be a fun, stupid movie. Um with that being said, if they make Haunted Mansion the movie, oh I'm my probably God. gonna I'm gonna watch it. If they I'm make gonna watch Haunted Mansion the Space movie. Mountain the movie, I'm I'm gonna watch it. Dude, I'm down for that. I wanna see some cool kid adventure space stuff. Some uh some Zathura shit. I'd right. be I'd be glad to see that. So I, I I'm into the I mean you, I love the rock I love Emily Blunt I'm fine yeah. with it I'm down so yeah it's it's got a very much like uh, the Mummy Indiana Jones kid type of vibe so I mean yeah. I said the same thing I haven't seen it yet but we said the same thing when we saw the the previews for Dora where it's like I mean that's like that hits our funny bone dude so exactly exactly um what else what next did you want to hit man. Uh, so I think the next thing I kind of wanted to hit was uh, – I think there was one thing in particular that I was interested in. Hold on. Let me pull up my list real quick. Uh, let's see here. Oh, so this is kind of a thing. So I guess Jared Leto was upset over the Joker. I don't know. Cry me a river. I, 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 don't, I don't care because his Joker sucked. Yeah, his Joker was lame. I don't know why. I don't – it was very strange. First of all, it, I feel like this was a rehatching because I feel like when they that first thing came out that they were like even making a Joker movie without Jared Leto, I felt like we were seeing articles that was like, Jared Leto's upset that he's not in the Joker movie. And now it's like two years later and the movie comes out and I'm seeing like this. I feel like I've already seen these article titles before, so I don't understand it. But Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I got a text. I don't know. His Joker sucked. Suicide Squad sucked. I haven't seen the Joker yet, but everything that I've heard about it makes me think that it's an infinitely better movie than anything that Jared Leto would have done with his Joker. So I don't really care what he thinks, but yeah, and and his and Jared Leto's portrayal was so—he was such a stupid person on set, apparently. Yeah, and then he and then the portrayal of the character was bad. Like it wasn't even a good yeah. portrayal. So who who cares what he thinks? Yeah, you had your shot. It it, it was whatever. Yeah. <sighs> And you could still he could still be in freaking what's it called? Suicide Squad two or whatever. Yeah, or he, he could show up in um, Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, yeah, he probably they, still could because they they mention him in the movie in the trailer. Yeah, it's not gonna be Joaquin Phoenix. It's gonna have to be Jared yeah. Leto because just timeline wise, it makes no sense for like I haven't seen Joker, but I I was reading some plot lines of it. Apparently. They show Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot in the movie. Yeah. So there's no way that that could be the same Joker 
because two yeah, because Suicide obviously. Squad fucking Batman shows up, so, so like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Exactly. So they have so he can calm himself down. People, are, he's just mad. He's just butthurt because people look at his people to his portrayal of it and went um, and are giving it praise and vitriol, obviously, because yeah. of all the drama behind that movie. Right. Um. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Hot topic, dude. Hot topic. A good store. Um. I want to talk about the fact that there's a new Witch trailer coming out soon. I so I didn't watch. So I didn't. I just saw this when I was when we were booting up. Um, I thought this movie. I thought this show was supposed to be coming out pretty soon. I have no idea when it's coming out. Yeah. All I know is that I don't know how I feel. I've about heard it, that it's supposed to be this year sometime, like December I, I or like so. November or December. I hope, I hope so. so too. I kind of want to see it at this point, but I hope so because I I feel like it. And I need some new fantasy, and like I don't feel like reading a book right now about fantasy. Yeah. And, and and this movie, this show doesn't the show doesn't look that great from mm-hmm. the first thing teaser we saw, but I'm, I'm interested to give it a chance. Um, I really I I'm really starting to like Henry Cavill and a lot and and stuff. I don't think he's the best of the best, but I think I don't think he's the best character, best actor for this partic- particular role. I mean, I think Mission Impossible for me really turned over to leave for. I was like, oh, he can actually act. Oh, it was dude, it was man, man from Uncle was what turned me. Oh, Man from Uncle was good too. He I really do so like that, that movie a lot. Yeah, I really do like that movie a lot. Even a Ar- movie. even Army Hammer. I mean, he was. Because so- I think Army Hammer at that point he'd only done like the Lone Ranger, Which right? Sucked. Which was a bad movie. So. But he was, he, he was so good in that movie, so I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm down to give him a chance. Yeah. Um, Clint Eastwood's new movie's coming out soon based on a true story. Uh, Richard, right. Richard Jewell was the um, Atlanta bombings. I never even heard of these bombings. I was surprised, because I don't know much about them. I was yeah. very surprised that I, the first time that I saw a trailer, I went to my podcast feed and went to last podcast on the left and searched Atlanta. And I was like, they didn't. Do, they haven't done an episode on it. I was hoping they would have done it. I feel like, oh, but they hadn't done it. Interesting. I feel like they would have done it. I feel like, did they really not do a Richard Jewell episode? Interesting. Because, because spoiler alert, he didn't do it. Yeah. It was someone else. He got, you know, he was just a security guard who was doing the right thing, and then that's the whole point of the movie is that he was doing the right thing. And he did, he didn't actually right. plant the bomb. There was some other guy who was a spree bomber. Um, right. And I don't know, maybe if I Google search the other guy's name, maybe the last podcast on the left, they did do an episode of the guy. But when I searched Atlanta, I didn't see the guy. Interesting. Um, so there's that. And then I guess you could you want to talk about this new Refn stuff? Yeah, we can talk about the Refn stuff. So that was interesting. So Refn is doing a new series for HBO, I guess. He's doing Mani- Maniac Cop. Which I don't know too much about, but I mean, it's it's definitely off Reference Alley, where it's, you know, uh, crime story, uh, killer who's taking on the uniform of a cop goes around is doing serial killings. Um, it's a series which is interesting, just because I feel like his last series didn't do too well. I haven't watched it yet, but you watched like the first two episodes or something, right? And it was oh. like too slow for you. Look, ma'am, I I like slow burns. Yeah. This show, or that show, all it did was have pans and zooms mm-hmm. for, like, two fucking minutes. Yeah. Like, irrelevant. Like, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Just make it be- Just make Drive again. How is yeah. it so hard? How does this guy make 
Nick Reffin is only one tier above Neil Blomkamp. Neil yeah. Blomkamp has one good thing. Bunch Just of trying. stinkers. Nick Reffin yeah. has two good things. Bunch of stinkers. Uh-oh. Zach, I think I lost you. Oh, you're back. Okay. Oh, hold on. Yep, uh, I'm good. I'm back. Hopefully the recording still works. <laughs> I think so. Hopefully. Um, we'll see. We'll have to see. I, 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 I'm, I think I'm officially done with with Refin, man. Like, I'm, I'll check it out, but I no longer have any hope for the guy's content because I think it's all bad now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... I don't... Yeah, I don't think he's really made anything that's been, like, universally loved, like, Drive since Drive. No, so. that's all. That's it. That's it. I feel like people like Neon Demon, but I haven't watched that I, yet. Ne- so. Neon Demon is so bad. It's, it's bad? so divisive. No. It's not a good movie. Only God Forgives. Yeah. Bad. Not good. Yeah. The documentary about him that his wife made, that was good. Because it was a documentary about him making a movie. Yeah. But his work has sucked since 2011. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. It's almost 10 years at this point. Um, so let's go ahead. Oh, also, real quick, Kevin Foggy's working on Star Wars. That's all. Oh, and there's a the Black Manta from Aquaman is in the Matrix Four. Apparently, he's the new main character, I think, or something like that. <laughs> is he the one? I don't know if he's the one. I, he's either that or he's like Young Morpheus or some weird ass shit like that. But he's in Matrix Four now. So isn't it a prequel? Not a sequel? Or isn't it? A sequel I haven't heard a anything about a synopsis yet. I just know that it's happening. So I don't even know if it's like a prequel, sequel, or something like that. I would hope it's a sequel. I really don't want a prequel. Um. All right. I mean, I'll watch it either way. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. That's a long time away, man. Yeah. Long time, dude. Well, let's go ahead and move into the meat zip. potatoes. Yeah, we zipped through some of the news because one, I'm sick. Yeah. Um. We're gonna, we're doing the thing. We're officially ten. Oh, also, I have big news. I'm gonna mention real quick. After I'll mention it after this. Okay. Um, okay. We are officially ten weeks out, I believe, from Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise Ooh. of Skywalker. Ooh. So Cut our goal down. is to we're gonna hit for the next ten weeks consecutively. Hopefully, That's what we're working on. We're trying. We're gonna we're try that weekend. That week I'm moving. I'm gonna try. So right. we'll see. We're gonna review every episode, every movie of Star Wars until right. Rise of Skywalker, and we're gonna try. We're gonna obviously we're gonna fit in Mandalorian in there. Yeah, that's the plan, and we're starting today with Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. Yes. Now, real quick, I first first chronologically, but not the first in the series. Right. I texted Zach yesterday saying I have big news. Yes. I'm going to now divulge. My big news today. Tell me. On this podcast. Zach, I'm officially excited for episode nine. What the fuck? What the... Who are you? Who... Who are... Who... Wait, what have you done with Jason? Here's why. Tell me. Because the Mandalorian. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's literally it. I'm, I'm, I'm finally okay. excited for Star Wars... Again, because of the Mandalorian. Because of the Mandalorian, which okay. in turn gets me excited 
to watch the fucking finale. Okay. Interesting. Of this trash series. This trash trilogy. So Kevin and Feige can come in and just make it better. That's true. I am excited for his new Star Wars film. Because I tell you what, man. I hope it. I hope it's its own thing, and he has nothing to do with D and D's bullshit. I, I'm no longer excited for their Star Wars series at all because they fucked up Game of Thrones. If they fucked up that, then they're just gonna fuck up something else. So, I just need Kevin Feige to come in here and Marvelize it. Yeah, for sure, dude. That's what I we mean, need. If you're gonna give me a movie every year and a half, two years, make it Marvel movie. Make it make, Marvel style. Yeah, there's no reason it shouldn't be. Exactly. Marvel Star would work great in the Star Wars universe. There's no reason it, it, it wouldn't translate just as well. As long as I don't have an ep- episode 10. Star Wars episode 10, the the downfall of of Rey is what it's called yeah. or whatever. As long as that movie, I don't have a bunch of girls come together and they say like, I, I got her back. And then they like fight or some bullshit. <laughs> That shit was stupid in Marvel, man, in the Avengers. Yeah. Um, so, I'm excited for episode nine. I'm yeah. Excited, I'm excited for, to see where how it ends. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly excited to see how the fuck they wrap this bullshit up. I am interested to see this dumpster fire and how they finally just send it off the cliff. Right. Because you have to wonder, like, yo, y'all opened fucking Pandora's box last movie. Yeah. So, I need to know how J.J. Abrams has to come in here and fucking put a bow tie on that motherfucker because yeah. this shit's gonna it's gonna suck it's gonna be a stinker for sure if, if the first 30 nothing seconds they, of your nothing trailer nothing they do can can I don't think anything that they can do can fix fix what is the damage that has been done well enough exactly and I think to me my gut reaction which has no no legitimately no legitimate let to my gut reaction just my gut reaction if your first teaser trailer has 25 seconds of Ray in a desert doing a backflip over a TIE fighter, you got nothing. Yeah. Well, your second trailer was fucking a minute long of every other movie in the fucking series. <laughs> right. Hey, hey guys, remember what you guys liked? Yeah, we don't got that in this one. Remember you guys liked that other shit? Oh, don't worry about The Last Jedi. That's like five seconds of footage. Cause, cause but you, you remember all these other six movies that you guys cause liked? Because you, you know what Marvel does? Marvel does that in the opening credits, but it says Marvel. They go, hey, yeah. look, look at all these things you liked. Here, also, here's yeah. two hours of things you're going to like, too. Yeah. Star Wars goes, hey, we're going to put it in our actual trailer, things that you used to thought were, think were good. And yeah. then how we just said, nah, we're going to show that. that so we're reviewing episode one. Correct. And I want to ask you, Zach, all right. how have you hey, felt man. about episode one since 1998? 99 when it came out i forget which one it was i think it's 99 have you felt about it growing up how did you feel about it when you were a kid when you saw it if you were a kid when you saw it how yes. do you feel now after rewatching it and um how do you feel about it in its place in star wars film history so when i was a kid and i was watching it uh, i loved the shit out of it because i loved fighting with my brothers and i loved doing the spinny shit with the lightsabers and everything like that and that shit was super fun and i liked pod racing as a kid because I thought that shit was super fun and I didn't know any better. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, as a kid, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. And I, enjoy, I enjoyed the original trilogy a lot as a kid. Uh, there's a lot of stuff for kids to like in that original trilogy. As a dumb kid, I liked Jar Jar Binks. I thought he was, a, I thought he was funny in my dumb kid humor. 
Um, as a teenager, uh, I realized this movie was not that good. Um, <laughs> and so that opinion changed. Uh, but rewatching it now, um, I don't think it's awful. Uh, I definitely got bored watching it at parts. I think this movie has the part of the, the fact about this movie is that it's boring in a lot of parts because George Lucas tries to set up a lot. And with him trying to set up a lot in this movie, there's just a lot of dialogue that I don't care about. But it's interesting to see that, like, he he definitely was trying to set – like, this movie isn't a throwaway. There's definitely stuff that he's setting up. All the stuff with Palpatine, which I don't even know because I was thinking about it. And it's like it, – especially if you know, like, that he becomes the Emperor, it's very heavy-handed. All this stuff with, like, the Senate and, like, his, like, weird power grabs and, like, manipulating – uh, the queen to like do the vote of no confidence and all that other shit. So it's very like clever s- stuff, but like I couldn't remember like if you'd watched the four, five, and six. Is he ever referred to as Emperor Palpatine or is he just referred to as the Emperor? I think just the Emperor. Yeah, so there was like, so like not knowing that, it seems kind of like it was almost heavy handed where it was yeah. like, especially where it was like, uh, the shot that stood out to me that was heavy-handed was specifically at the end, like when they're at Qui Gon's funeral and they're burning his thing or whatever, and they have that sheen, they have that dialogue between Mace Windu and Yoda, and they talk about the fact that Darth Maul is dead, and they have that bit where they like, they're all it's always in twos, uh-huh. and so they bring up the question of like which one died, the apprentice or the master, and then they have that long, that wide shot where it has like fucking Anakin and Obi Wan, and then. Uh, Padme, and then in the very forefront, like right in your fucking face, is fucking Palpatine. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> I didn't know it was Palpatine until my dad told me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was watching like Attack of the Clones when it came out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my dad was like, "That's the Emperor," and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, that that's the fucking Emperor." And I'm being like, "Nah." Damn. Nah. He goes, it, it's, I guess, dude, I guess as an adult, like, it's super clear. Like, yeah. in the beginning of this movie, first off, as a kid, I didn't read the scroll. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't read, the, read scroll. the scroll. So I have no context for what's going on. As yeah. a kid, I remember watching some theaters being like, I don't know what a blockade is. I don't know what yeah. taxes are. So I have yeah. no idea what's happening or what's the conflict or why the Jedi are there. I have no idea. But then as an adult, you read it and you see how, like, okay, if the scroll says that Chance Supreme Chancellor, whatever the fuck his title is, Chancellor Palpatine, has sent the Jedi to... The no, because Je- it actually doesn't. It doesn't, because he's not the Supreme Chancellor yet. It just says the Supreme Chancellor has sent the Jedi. Right. Because at that point, he's still the Senator. Like, he has no right. power. Well, so the Chancellor has sent the Jedi to the to the, whatever the the blockaded negotiations. Right for negotiations. And I was like, okay, so is that the Palpatine send him? And then yeah. ten minutes later, they have, they call Sidious. I'm like, the man, the motherfucker. Did he like? Did he did he send them and then be like, hey? <laughs> like it made it seem like it was it was so obvious as an yeah. adult watching it. Um, but as a kid, I I thought this movie was such a fun time and I, yeah I, I always hated pod racing 
I I didn't mind it a lot as a kid, but I, as as I grew over, I definitely I definitely started hating. And watching this movie again, I was like, why am I spending forty five minutes on something that? Oh my god, Matt. Get, have matters no nothing to the overall story besides the fact that they get the money for the hyperdrive part. Oh but it's also God. something that never gets brought up again ever in Star Wars canon ever. Pod th- racing is never brought up again. You don't think that a Jedi give me the hyperdrive piece. Nah. Yeah. Pew! Just cut his head off. Yeah. Oh, that's not what a Jedi would do. Dude protecting the fucking galaxy one dead person a jedi would do that yeah a jedi yeah. would do that uh, so, a slave holder yeah a jedi would fucking do that you know that was stupid how long they take to build the fucking thing yeah and then now hold on i will say this for 20 years ago that cgi pod, looks pretty good that pod racing looks great yeah the cgi looks pretty good looks really great irrelevant yeah. to the movie irrelevant yeah. How do you feel about the acting across the board? So, I what think, stands out? I think the two standouts are definitely Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor. Those are oh the my two. God. Big... Dude, dude, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think those are the two biggest standouts. I know you're a Natalie Portman fan, but I honestly didn't like her that much. In the, I, I just don't mind. I don't really like Natalie Portman that much as an actor. I think she's pretty neutral in everything that she's in. Um, well, it's fine because you, you have bad taste. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, so that um, I think the kid that plays Kid Anakin uh, fucking blows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hate everything that he's in. I think he's a wooden fucking actor. He's like literally the worst kid actor they could have fucking picked to play one of the key characters in your universe. Um Overall, I mean, those are the big ones. Is just uh, Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson. Those are the two biggest ones. You know, the as moment, far as acting goes, the moment I knew that they they were so good at acting mm-hmm. was when they're inter- when they're like playing bad cop, bad cop with Jar Jar. Yeah, I was like, man, you would think that these guys had Oscars. Yeah, which I think I'm pretty sure Liam Neeson had one already. I think he did. Does Ewan McGregor have one? No, he doesn't have one. But didn't Liam Neeson already have one for Schindler's List? I think so. I think Schindler's List was before Star Wars. Oh, it was six years before that. Yeah, no, he definitely got one for Schindler's yeah, List. Yeah, Schindler's List was 1993. Yeah. I think. No, um, I, yeah, I think those are the two big standouts. And even though I, I love Natalie Portman, yeah, she's whatever in this movie. She's 17 years old. Um, yeah. 16 or whatever the fuck. I, it's I, also I, super strange. I don't know. This movie has the weird thing where it's like we were talking about the taxes stuff where it's like it's got stuff that's for kids – yeah. And it's like you got the Jar Jar and shit like that. And it's like also like as soon as Jar Jar showed up, I was like, fucking goddamn it. Now I've got to be stuck with this fucking asshole for the rest of the movie. And he's so shoehorned in there too. Like yeah. watching it as an adult, I realized how shoehorned he is into there where it was like there really was no reason for to bring them along at all. Because especially it was like the one reason that they brought him out of Gungan City. It was like, oh, we need a navigator. They yeah. don't use him to navigate at all. And then Qui-Gon uses the Force to find the weight of Naboo. And I was like, um, why are you bringing Jar Jar? You did not need this fucking bullshit-ass piece-of-shit character. My big my big complaint with Jar Jar isn't that he's racist. Or that he's that he's an <laughs> annoying character. Because even the um, the Viceroy characters, whatever the fuck they're called, Vi- Viceroy. Racist Asian characters, right? Jar Jar 
is so annoying as a yeah. character that you forget that he's CG. Yeah. That's how good the CG is. Yeah. You're like, yo, fuck that guy. Like, he's real. Yeah. Right? So that, that that all the graphics look great. On the Gungan City looks fantastic. The Gungans yeah. look great. He, George Jar Binks as a character looks great in terms of 20 years ago of CG. Yeah. It's just, he's just, the actor is just fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue with this movie, besides the fact that the storyline, like you said, it, it's it. George didn't know where to go, kids yeah. or adults. He didn't. He couldn't pick one. Yeah, he was. Yeah, cause yeah, like I was saying, like he brings up the Jar Jar shit, but then like the beginning of the movie is about like fucking tax disputes. Like right. that's not for kids. Well, the the first thing that the fucking viceroy character says is like, a blockade is perfectly legal. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck legal. What the fuck is legal? About fucking what's a blockade? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck a blockade is. Yeah. Um, my big issue with this movie, besides the fact that yeah, the story's kind of all over the place, is that they they really I hate droids, man. You don't like the droids? I, I love I, the droids. I wish like, that they were like fucking stormtroopers. I don't like the standard droids, but I love the the droid decar things, the Roly droids. I love those yeah. things. Those things are rad. Master, destroy us. Yeah. First off, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Having watched four, five, and six a lot as a kid before this movie came out. Right. Like wearing out my special edition tapes. Right. Not one moment did I see Darth Vader fucking do a speed run. Yeah. So if Dude, I'm watching this movie, so much good fucking force lore in this that's like not even explained. They just fucking do it. There's fucking force Which, jumps. It was great. That was. That was a great instance of Lord George doing great world building just through showing shit. Was well, yeah, like the speed run that happens at the very beginning, lots of force jumps and shit like that. So Much more tell- casual use of like mind powers and like how it doesn't work on like certain people and shit like that. So, so you're telling yeah. me that like if Luke didn't leave Dagobah to go to go to Cloud City, like Luke yeah. could have been like out there like fucking flashing it through the woods, like yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking going down a hallway in like a half a second, and then like, like doing the, force jumps and like, yeah. My big issue is like I remember when I was when I first got into the Star Wars novels, they like have force abilities out the ass. Like, I know it's great. I love force abilities. They're so like, sick. Jason Solo, like Darth Darth Cadis can like like force walk, which like he like he can like walk in the past, like. Damn. You're like Luke could Luke could barely get X wing out of swamp. Like yeah. you fucking had these dudes like jumping off buildings and shit, yeah. dude. Like the most yeah. you guys like like force lightning. Oh my god, force lightning! Yeah. You can like do like force mind force control. Choking. You know, yeah. so it didn't like you didn't really see these things from the movies that that the books were talking about. Yeah. Um, but I think the story itself is so scatterbrained. Yeah. But. There's so many highlights to the movie that I think are good. There's some um, there's some pretty big highs. There's some there's some boring lows, but they're the highs are pretty fucking high in this movie. I think every time a lightsaber is ignited, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty in, into into it. Yeah. I, again, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that this these movies do so much for world building that are done on the back end. Yeah. Like you just you see the Gungan city and go, oh, man, that's a whole fucking separate city. Now, you don't see a yeah. lot of the Gungan city, yeah. but you see it and you see Naboo. You're like, oh, shit, Naboo, man. 
and you get these fucking Asian aliens, you get the fucking robots, you get, you go yeah. back to uh, Coruscant, Coruscant, right? Yeah, you go to Coruscant, Coruscant. you see the Jedi Council building, you see the city and the landscape, you see so much. See the Senate and the Republic. And if you skip ahead to the next movie, you get to see Coruscant on nightlife. Like, yeah. you see so much of the world that you did not get with the first three movies. Right. That I think people forget that that there's building there's building blocks to a universe which yeah. you don't get in the new movies. You have you don't get building blocks. No. You get locations. You don't get building blocks. It's all I, the new movies all just take what's already been done and try to repurpose it, but it's like a bad repurposing. Hundred percent. Um, my favorite part of Phantom Menace is not even. Fucking Darth Maul, because I don't give a shit about Darth Maul. <gasps> I love Darth Maul, dude. He fucking popped that second blade, and I was like, whoo! Just don't like I was a kid. don't care, man. My favorite part of, of this movie, man. <sighs> Natalie Portman. I mean, yeah. Especially, <laughs> when, I was, especially when I was a kid, man. Man, yeah. I loved her, man. Um, the, the, boost, the Naboo like, scene is great. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see... Obi Wan and, and Qui Gon being just banter. Yeah, you don't get that in Star Wars, really. They have a good rapport, yeah. Very good, very good banter. I hope in the in the in the series, the um, Obi Wan series or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it's gonna be, that he talks. Oh yeah, he to talks f- to the Force Ghost. Talks yeah. to Force Ghost. I really hope he talks to to. I hope they get Liam Neeson to be a Force Ghost or something, or at least just his voice. Dude, that'd be dope. They need to do that. And just have him like talk to Obi Wan. Like I think that would be really great. Even though Obi Wan's supposed to be cut off from the Force, whatever the fuck yeah. they're talking they're doing. Yeah, because yeah, there's parts of the movie like obviously I, I love the fights. I think the Darth Maul fights are really great. Now yeah. choreography wise, they're stupid. They're dumb. So it's over the top, but I mean it's 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 flashy and it's if fun you, to watch. Yeah, if you watch like breakdowns of like breakdowns of the fight scenes, I I, I watch a lot of like like uh, corridor videos on YouTube. They have like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, stunt men react video mm-hmm. and they were bre- breaking down the throne room scene from last jedi and yeah. they're playing it in slow motion and people are just spinning for no reason and like <laughs> it's yeah. like it's great you, dude. you get that a lot in this movie because it's yeah. supposed to be flashy and over top and fancy um but my question still stands which is what's the percentage even though we apparently according to leaks Remember, according to leaks, that the that the double double bladed lightsaber ray is supposed to be a, a a vision. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be like a vision, yeah. But if that's real, what's the percentage that that lightsaber gets cut in half and she wields both ends? It's pretty high. I'm still saying if that's real and it gets cut, it's I'd say ninety ninety five percent chance it gets cut in half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's the worst part of Phantom Menace? Uh, the midichlorians, for sure. Do you, why do you think that though? I don't like it because it doesn't make any sense because it takes away from the whole thing of just the force in general and of, of the fact that like the force's genetic is so – it's such a strange concept to me. It doesn't make any sense. I like the force much more of like the force being an act of will from the universe that gets like forced upon people. Like the whole fact of like – a prophecy and there being like a chosen one and he was like born this way because his, he has a certain cell count is it's so weird and strange and like so out of left field i think i i, I for i mean for a long time i never really cared about mini chlorians yeah i mean I, I don't think they're good i don't think it's good storytelling because yeah. I, I think what it does and this is what my dad told me as a kid we talk about it 
mm-hmm. it removes the mysticism yeah away from the jedi like if you watch four five and six you would think the jedis are like they're space wizards with like an yeah. un- undaunting power that you can't you can't even measure mm-hmm. and one two and three you see that they really are a police force yeah. that's what they are they're space space cops yeah right which is great fine but you still have this religious aspect to them of if you if you read the books and break down more that there's different types of force thought theology mm-hmm. like Yoda and Qui-Gon had two completely different force theologies right like Qui-Gon was a hippie. I like having that little bit of like cuz I didn't remember that much as a kid but like having that bit of like discontent and like uh like um conflict within like the different like jedi especially like the jedi masters right. was, was it cool to see well you get that you get that in the beginning of the movie where um obi-wan is talking about feelings and like i have a bad feeling about this and Qui-Gon's yeah. like well you know you should just kind of be in the present right yeah and he's like well master yoda says this well clearly they're, they're giving you some subtext here that there's differences in how the the forest users and the, yeah. the religion or whatever they believe in this stuff but I think that when you break it down to having it be a chromosome thing, it removes all of that air out of the mysticism. It makes it go, okay, well, you couldn't be a master Jedi Knight because you didn't. You were too negative two uh, midi chlorians. Yeah. If you had those so two, dumb. if you had those two extra ones, you would have been fucking great. Listen also, it takes habits. away the whole aspect of like. Because it goes back to the whole thing where it's like you have to be born with it, and so it, t- it takes away. Because I, I don't know. When I always think of Jedi, I feel like it's a thing where it's like you might have some innate like talent for it or something like that. But it's also something where it's like if you work really hard and you like want to be a Jedi, and it's something that you like try to pursue, and you like have sense of like justice and what you think is right, then like I feel like it's something that you could like work yourself into. I, you know, know. I always thought I always took it as this, and this could have been written down somewhere that I read, but I don't remember. But I don't, I don't remember. Um, it could have been in a, a Star Wars book or something. But I always thought that when Yoda says, and even in with, with Anakin, mm. when and with Luke too, when they say, "Oh, much too old," yeah, much too old, right? He says to Anakin and to Luke, they say, "You're too old. I can't yeah. do it." I always took it as not that he's too old because he can't learn. But because too, too old, because if like you are old enough to get this power, you would be much easier to corrupt. Because mm-hmm. you go into the power having desires already, like mm-hmm. you would have like okay, if I'm 16, I get the force. Well, it's immediately dark side. Yeah, because I want more power, more strength. But if I'm a young person, I have no concept of desire, no mm-hmm. concept of more. So you can be on the light side of the force, right? That's what how I always that's how I always took it because if you're an orphan and you are left, you, you're taken from your family because you're a force user, which what Jedi's did. Yeah. And you're five, you don't care about having more power, right? You just want to use the force to push the broom. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but if you add in the fact that oh. You're too old, but you also have a high midi chlorian count. Like, what the fuck does that matter? Yeah. What does that matter? So I thought that he was too old. Anakin was too old, which is why he corrupted so easily. 
Mm. Because he was he was old he was older he fell in love before he became a Jedi so he yeah. already had passion and desire so you could, yeah. you could not remove that ability to not love from the because like obviously Obi Wan even says it all the time like you know Jedi don't get married Jedi yeah. don't have family they're we're essentially space priests yeah so Anakin had all that before he even got a lightsaber right so that's how I took the whole age things like you already have all this other previous baggage. Mm. You know that's why they're saying the whole tool thing, but the mini chlorine thing just takes it, takes it and goes, eh, no, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, like it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, that 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 definitely, uh, as a rewatch as an adult, um, yeah. it, it definitely bugged me more. This this rate Darth Maul in this movie. As far as comparing him to other Sith lords, other Sith lords as a bad guy, threatening as a menace. Wink, wink. Um, how how was he? <laughs> Uh, I think, I think compared to other Sith lords, um, I like him more than Dooku and Grievous. Um, he's, I mean, he's not as good as Vader, obviously. Um, I think he's about up there with Kylo Ren for me. I don't know, because I like Kylo Ren in the in the new movies. He's probably like the only redeeming part of the new movies that I like actually enjoy is Kylo Ren in that character, because um, he's the only one that has like a fucking arc. Um, so I mean, I would. Say, <clears throat> The thing is that the the thing that takes away from Darth Maul for me, if we're if we're, specifically if we're looking at this movie, is there there's not really much to the character in this movie. He's just like a. He's not really an antagonist. He's more of like a an object to be moved past. Yeah. He's something in the way. He's not really a character. Um, I mean, they talk about the fact that he's like a Sith apprentice or something like that, but he has like two lines of dialogue in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Um, so there's not really much there for you to like be invested with him as a villain. Um, I mean, he's got the fucking sickest lightsaber I've ever seen. I love his dual bladed lightsaber. That ship is that uh, it's dope. But um, but as far as like an actual villain, there's really not much there. Um, yeah, I completely to really agree. like to really work with. So that's probably one of his biggest faults on my part. Um, as far as this movie, I think he's about what he needed to be. I don't know. I don't really know if we needed like a legit villain because you had all the other shit with like the fucking trade disputes and all the and all the stuff with trade federation. So they were more they took more of the role of like the overall antagonist. But then the, but then it's really like they're being you know puppet mastered by the emperor. And so I don't know. It's it's hard to. It's hard to really th- know what to think about him overall. I don't know. I like I him, that, but it, there's not much to him. So I think that he need they needed to remove pod racing and give two or three more encounters with yeah. Darth Maul and give him an actual character. Well, that's the problem is that like really the first time they even notice him is not till after the pod racing, which at that point is like it, over an hour and a half into the fucking movie. Exactly. They need to give they need to give him something where you actually feel like he's a threat. A phantom menace. Because even want. if yeah, even if I see him battling two Jedi yeah. by himself, okay, cool, he's good at fighting, but I need to know why he's You don't really see him use the force R- R- other than why like is he opens he a there? door. Yeah. What is he the whole real quick like says here is I why is he there? What's he doing? At Naboo? Yeah, what's he what's he following them for? Well, he was uh, well, he's well, he went to he went to Tatooine because he wanted to find the queen to sign the treaty. 
so that the, the so that the uh, the uh, what's it the occupation of Naboo was like legal right and so that's why he's like chasing them to Tatooine I guess he's chasing them to Naboo for like the same thing because like I guess they still don't technically like have her in in their power at that point I don't even know. I don't know I don't even fucking know <laughs> well I don't know okay he kind of just shows up on a scale any scale you prefer what would you rate this movie? Um, on a number scale, I would probably rate it at. I'd probably like a five point five. Out of it's 10. like above. It's, it's yeah, out of ten. It's like slightly above average. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's not great. It's not awful. It's it's fine. I would also give it probably like a five. Yeah. Right, right, right in the middle. Um, I think what we're gonna do, we should do, is have a full ranking. Okay. At the end of at the end of our mass review, because um, I think rank I mean, all of the ten movies in order yeah. of our most most favorite to least favorite. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, well, guys, that's this week's episode of the podcast. There it is. Look, man, I am sick as shit. Yeah, dude. Oh. I can, I can, I can, I can hear it. Hear it. <laughs> I have no. There's my mouth is so dry. Yeah, I'm just so nasally and sick. Um, but we'll see you guys next week with more a yes. uh, podcast. Hopefully next week. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, um, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll catch y'all back next week with more lessons to view. And, uh, hey, more Star Wars. Attack of the Clones next week, baby. Yeah, episode two, baby. I think it's the longest one. Is it the longest one? I feel like Revenge of the Sith is pretty fucking long. It might be. I think I think Attack of the Clones, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Next week, we have, we have next week we can look forward to clone, clone building. Yes. Uh, Django Fett. Uh, giant uh, alien lady who's way too skinny. My favorite Natalie Portman costume. Oh, yes. Uh... Cool monsters with not really much purpose um, in the gladiator ass- assembly line fight. Yes, those weird bug aliens. Yeah, we can see uh, uh, really great nightlife uh, scene yes. where they kill. Where oh, the, that sweet assassin scene. The in assassin the scene yeah. with the um, um, the the night sticks. Yes, death sticks. The great scene of Anakin slicing a pear with the force. That that fantastic scene. Thanks, guys. We'll check you back next week, guys. <laughs>